Welcome to Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry, a podcast dedicated to changing the way women eat to lose weight so they can feel their hottest. I'm your host, Lauren Hubert, former fad dieter turned registered dietitian. Each week, I'll share all of my favorite healthy eating tips and swaps, help you through frustrations on your journey, and show you the science behind losing weight. Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry is here to make weight loss simple, fun, and easy to stick to for life. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry. It is a mini episode, and it's actually a part two to episode 172. How many times can I say two and two in this podcast episode? Episode 172 is on the exact same topic. I basically did a mini episode covering the ways you are ruining your progress with things you don't even realize that you're doing and by understanding exactly what are some of the tweaks that you need to be making to get to where you want to be because ultimately you're never actually really stuck, meaning like you're stuck and you can't see any sort of progress, you're doomed, you're never going to see success. Like that is not the vibe we have over here because that just isn't true, right? Listen to my other episodes and I'll prove it to you, but especially by the end of today's episode, I want to share five more examples of things that are holding you back that you may not realize that you're doing or that we can bring some awareness to that could potentially be sabotaging you. And just as a quick reminder, I do highly suggest listening to the episode 172 before this, because in that episode, there are some really great examples that I will build upon in this episode. And I want to make sure that you're not missing anything, especially that I said in the first episode, because this list could go on and on and on. And like I said in that episode as well, if you enjoy today's show and you're like, I want to have more examples of this, I can certainly do a part three. I could do a part 20 series of this because there are so many examples I can pull from coaching that I think will really resonate with you guys. And of course, allow you to reflect on your life and on your diet and on your habits to obviously make those changes. But without further ado, we don't got a lot of time. It is a mini episode. Let's go in. The first thing that you may not even realize is ruining your progress is you are not in a deficit, but you think that you are in a deficit and you are living and dying by that damn word calorie deficit. A deficit is when you eat less than what you burn. I see so many women come through my DMs and honestly, it's not an eye roll like, oh, why are people asking me this? It's eye roll of where the hell have we gotten to the place that we are teaching women what a calorie deficit is, but we're not showing them and empowering them to actually understand what it means to be in a calorie deficit. And what I mean by this is if you are not losing weight, the one caveat is you can see body composition changes and you can lose fat and build muscle at the same time, which not always is going to be shown on the scale. But typically, if you are not losing weight and you have like, I say 20, 30, 40, 50 plus pounds that you are trying to lose, and you're like, I'm in a deficit. I'm living and dying by these numbers in my fitness pal. Look at them. Look at my progress tracker. La, 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 la. There's two things that are probably happening. Well, there's three actually. One is you could be in a deficit, but you're experiencing body recomposition. Typically, if you have a lot of weight to lose, I would expect the scale to go down. So that we're going to nix that for a second, but let's keep it over there just because it is relevant. The two other things that could be happening is one, you are not in a deficit despite hitting your numbers. So you need a calorie adjustment or number two, you are probably not tracking your calories accurately, especially if you're already not eating a lot of food. Chances are you might not be eating a big volume of food, but the calories maybe is higher calorie than what we think. And maybe there's some tracking inconsistency. So what I want to emphasize for you is if you are not losing weight and you are claiming and believe so strongly you are in a calorie deficit, I get it. And it is frustrating, but at the end of the day, you are probably not in a calorie deficit. A calorie deficit can't not work. The amount of times I get DMs from people that 
it breaks my heart. They're like, I am in a deficit and it is not working. Girl, we have to change that verbiage. We're not in a deficit. We need to learn and tweak our habits, our food choices, our planning, our accuracy, our awareness, right? I've worked with women so many times where they're like, you know, I'm really struggling to get into a deficit. I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. I look at their food log and I do not expect them to know this. And this is not a bad thing, ladies. It's just you have to get in this mindset of like growth and learning and like figuring out what else could be impacted. There's always other things impacting it. I look at their progress tracker and I see things like we talked about last episode where you're active, but then you're not active. So that's going to change your calories. You go out to eat. You're like, I definitely hit 1500 calories this day. Well, girl, you, you went to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> we really know that was 1500 calories with what you logged for dinner at Chick-fil-A. That's a guessing game, right? And you're ordering out all the time. Like there's so many situations I can describe, but ultimately you're probably not in a deficit and that's okay, but we can work on how to get you in a deficit, but you cannot live and die by an app. You have to live and die by the progress your body is showing you ultimately. Okay. The next thing that is really important when it comes to figuring out what might be sabotaging some of your progress is you are using food as a reward after eating good. That is more of like a mindset thing than it is like a habit thing. I mean, it becomes a habit, right? But it's not like a lifestyle habit, like eat 20 grams of protein a meal. You need to become aware that food, I mean, food can be a reward, it's celebration, it's excitement. I'm not saying like food can't be something enjoyed like that, but when we get into this murky water of every time you eat good, you're rewarding yourself with something fun and it's getting a little bit out of control, to be quite honest. That is where we need to address the psychological component of dieting and explore why are we trying to have all this fun after eating so good? And typically what happens is you're trying to be too good which ultimately leads you to wanting to be off track because you feel so deprived. Maybe you're not eating enough calories. Maybe you're just not eating enough food in general, right? And you feel very restricted. Maybe you are being a little bit too quote unquote healthy, meaning like, what if we incorporate a little bit of fun? Cause like fun and like you can eat chocolate a few times during the week, especially in a deficit, like it can all fit in. So I usually find women who do use food as a reward. It usually is due to relationship to food and honestly them being a little bit too restrictive in the first place. Something else that might be ruining your progress and sabotaging you is you are actually not eating enough protein, but the caveat is consistently. You have meals where you might hit 10, 15, maybe 20 grams of protein, sometimes less, sometimes more, but then you do have other meals where you're eating a lot more. I'm talking like 60, 70. I've had clients, I look at their logs, I literally see like 10 grams of protein for breakfast and literally like 100 grams of protein for dinner. And it's not that I want to set like an upper limit of how much protein to have, I mean, it really just depends on how much you need in a day. And of course, your daily totals matter most. But usually when I see all of that inconsistency, to me, just in your food choices outside of protein, I mean, your calories are going to be so different. Let's do some like quick little math, for instance. So typically your meal is not just going to be protein. So if you're having 100 grams of protein and it's four calories per gram, just in the protein, and that's assuming literally like nothing else in the food, you know, protein usually has like fat or maybe you cooked oil with it, all going to impact things. That would be 400 calories just from the protein in the food. So we know there's other things in that meal. So it is just such a high and low up and down amount of calories and protein that you're having. And we want to get really consistent, especially when it comes to losing fat and building muscle at the same time, or even just losing fat while keeping as much muscle as possible to be eating consistent amounts of protein throughout the day and having more predictability in your diet. Because to me, that shows a little bit of an inconsistency issue. Okay. The fourth thing that could be ruining your progress is you are actually eating too little during the week, which is 
literally causing a fast track. You're on the highway doing 150 in your Lamborghini or whatever. I don't know why I'm saying that, guys. Oh my gosh. Okay, side note. Around LA, I've never seen so many fancy, expensive cars. So I feel like I'm always like, oh my gosh, that's another Lamborghini. Oh my gosh, that's a Rolls Royce. Oh my gosh, that's a Bentley. Because I grew up in a city where like I saw those things, but like definitely not a lot. (laughs) So it's like so crazy here. Anyway, you are one of those guys that I see driving super fast, left lane of 405 here, like in his Lambo and you are losing control over the weekend. Like that car eventually loses control because you are just speeding too much, girlfriend. And honestly, it's all caused by this vicious cycle of under eating, overeating, under eating, overeating, which is why one of the things that will absolutely ruin your progress is not finding consistency, not only day to day and meal to meal, like I mentioned with protein, but particularly with finding balance of feeling full and satisfied every single day. We really want to prevent this cycle from happening, which I know is a really hard cycle to break, but we want to make sure we are not under eating, compensating for overeating over the weekend. Of course, you know, some days you might eat a little bit more, some days a little bit less, but like this really drastic under overeating is what's fueling a lot of your, you know, under eating and then compensating and eating more on the weekend, which leads to your calorie average being higher than probably what you think, especially if you're coming from this mindset of, well, I'm not eating a lot during the week, but then like, you're not getting like quote unquote too off track, like what you think is too off track over the weekend, but obviously like it's probably affecting your weekly averages because you're probably eating out and you're probably eating some fun foods and just maybe some things that aren't, you know, quite your normal routine when you're eating quote unquote really good and really disciplined. So moral of the story, we need to avoid this vicious cycle of under eating than overeating. And we need to have just regular eating every single day. Okay. The fifth and final aspect that you might not even realize today that could be ruining your progress is you are not planning your food ahead of time. So you are making choices in the moment leading to an unbalanced plate. Now, actually the last episode I recorded for you guys, I talked about like being on a black diamond versus like being on the bunny slopes. And why I'm bringing that up right now is of course, we want to get you to the place to make in the moment decisions, whether it's out to eat. What I joke with my clients about is like going to a tapas restaurant is like, you've made it dieting, losing weight on your fitness journey, because that is like the toughest environment. And when you're brand new to this and you're a rookie girl, like God bless you going to that tapas restaurant. Cause like, that's going to be a lot more work and just a lot, a lot more thinking and more challenging versus like you go to sweet green, the nutrition facts are on the menu and you, you literally see the calories and the protein immediately when you're looking at any of the options with how their menu is structured like tapas restaurant versus sweet green. I mean, guys, like you can't even compare the two. Besides the point, I bring this up because I want to get you to the place where you can make food choices in the moment and you don't feel like you have to constantly micromanage and plan ahead of time. But when you're in a fat loss phase and you're really trying to nail down your diet because you're probably coming from a place of maybe chaotic eating or fat dieting or, you know, just various diet programs where like you haven't really found that foundation that you're going to stick to for the rest of your life with food, like really strike that balance. I want to get you to the place where you can make in the choice decisions, but it is going to lead you at the beginning of your journey without planning ahead. It will lead you towards most likely having trouble nailing down your portion sizes in those meals. And honestly, having a lot of meal to meal inconsistency. I mean, that leads to the 10 grams of protein, 60 grams of protein example, hundred grams of protein example that leads you to, you know, having a really small 200 calorie meal and then realizing, oh my gosh, I just ate a thousand calories at this meal, but I thought I balanced my plate right. So that's really why I do find not just in my fitness pal, but just like taking a moment, like it literally doesn't even have to be five minutes, like one minute before you go into your day, the night before or the day of, and just think about what some of your choices are going to be. 
And that in and of itself can help you make more educated decisions, especially with the nutrition knowledge you have, of course, listening to the show and of course, maybe in one of our programs on your journey. But at the end of the day, I really, really do encourage you, especially if you're struggling to see progress right now, or honestly, just like trying to figure out what isn't going right. The biggest thing I will ever do on my own journey that I highly advise you do as well is plan your food ahead of time. And it does not mean you have to log every single ingredient in my fitness pal and be perfect is literally just having a gist of what you're going to be eating. So you're not making so many in the moment decisions, especially if you're newer on your fat loss journey. Hey girlfriend, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you'd like to learn more about eating right for fat loss and never gaining weight back, I'll be continuing this party on Instagram where you can find me at sorority.nutritionist posting inspiration every single day. Also, if you're wondering where to get started on your journey, be sure to head to the sororitynutritionist.com backslash quiz to take my free quiz that will tell you why you aren't losing weight and what you can begin to do about it so you can see progress faster. You can also find any other links and resources mentioned in the show at the sororitynutritionist.com under free resources. I hope you have such a beautiful day and I will see you next time, girlfriend.